welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show. We are part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go over to fightlaughfeast.com. Put in HTBT in the memo field and you will get a free mug that is amazing. And it says HTBT on it. It has 15 ounces of holding power and it fits all four of your hands, which is fingers, I should say. You don't have four hands. You have two hands, four fingers. And it is really... A uh, nice, comfortable mug to be holding around, sporting around the office or wherever you drink your beverages. If you have any questions, comments, you want to reach out to me, find me at matt at howtobuildatent.com. You can find me on the social media sites, How to Build a Tent. I would really appreciate and I also thank you for all those who have already subscribed or not subscribed. Have Well, I guess, yeah, you subscribe to the channel or to follow Facebook, Twitter, Minds, Instagram, and of course, YouTube appreciate all you guys who've already done that. If you haven't already, I would really love for you to do me a solid, do me a favor and go do that. That really helps uh, promote those profiles. It makes me look more legit. And you know, you you shouldn't judge a book by its cover and you shouldn't judge a profile by its followers, but yet that is the world we live in. And you just gotta take it for what it is. So the Fed took out a word from their meeting notes and uh, uh, stock market went crazy my portfolio went up like 15 percent today which i'm not complaining about it feels pretty good it makes you have a a positive outlook on your day although we should always have a positive outlook on our days regardless of what happens with our portfolios but you know i'm only human and what can you do about that i have a crazy costco experience to talk to you about and it's still going on and we'll get into that as well and then also i want to talk about a new hiring practice that some tech companies are doing that's really exciting because i think resumes are lame no one likes doing them no one likes reading them and statistically you are more most likely through this process to miss people uh, miss candidates Uh, i was going to say then any other way but there really isn't another way so i'm excited to see that there is a new way coming out because you know there's only so many times you can look through uh, resumes before your eyes just gloss over and you might miss some great candidates and there's no way of ordering and prioritizing the best and before you start going through them you just got to go through them and make decisions and guesses on who you want to interview or you can hire someone to do it for you which is costly so i'm really excited about talking about that <clears throat> and yeah let's get into it so the fed took the word patient out of their Uh, meeting notes when they were describing what their policy is going to be in the future and that was something the stock market just absolutely loved because as we talked about before they think there's going to be several rate cuts that are going to be coming out in the future and taking the word patient out was an indicator to them that it is going to happen if there is no positive economic news and it's just a funny funny place we we live in again where we are addicted to drugs we're addicted to low rates which i don't know they may or may not be a good thing because we don't know the good way the good rate is the market rate and we don't know what the market rate is because the federal reserve has been artificially raising and lowering them since they've been around that's one of their primary tools so who knows if the low rate is a good rate or not the good rate is the market rate and we definitely don't have a market rate because the federal reserve manipulates it on purpose who knows uh, if that is a good thing or a bad thing. A lot of times I think it's a bad thing because they usually get things wrong, but they have a new way of 
analyzing big data and making these decisions. So it'll be interesting to see if they have a better track record. Maybe I'll be proven wrong and the Federal Reserve turns out to be a good thing, but so far I'm not been impressed with their track record. So they might be raising rates once, twice, and the market seems to be plugging in that they're gonna raise rates by a quarter percent, 0.25, which is a pretty big number, maybe even up to two and a half percent, which to me is nuts because the Fed, again, has been saying they're not gonna raise rates, or lower rates, excuse me. So if they have this big change of direction, based on what's happening with terrorists and the economy, which the economy isn't going that badly. So, uh, I mean, the last time they cut rates, I think was 2010, 2010. And if you remember those days, it was pretty, pretty terrible. It was pretty tough. So I don't think our economy is in as bad a shape as it was in 2010. Obviously there's been a lot of growth and uh, setting a strong foundation for growth. And I think uh, we have some good times ahead of us. And that is kind of a catch 22 for our investments because the better we do as an economy, the less the feds are gonna cut. The less the feds are gonna cut, the more uh, expensive money is gonna be, or the less likely money is gonna be cheaper because the rates are gonna be lower. And that means that the economy won't grow as fast. The stock market doesn't like that. We're addicted to low rates, like super low rates, not even low rates, like really, really low rates. And the market does well. So the market will eventually, like in the short term, dive, like we see sometimes when they raise rates or not, not lower rates when it's expected. But in the long term, it, the market will do better because the economy is healthier. But in the short term, if... Uh, I shouldn't say in the short term first, but if the economy is doing worse, then the feds are gonna lower rates and in the short term, the investment are in portfolios, the stock market is gonna go up because hey, cheap money. And that's a good thing because the better and more inflation, the more your stocks go up. But in the long term, hey, the economy is not doing well and that means the businesses are gonna have bad earnings. It's a very interesting place. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. And if you are, uh, riding that wave right now with the Fed taking a word out, of taking a word like patience out. Be ready for the next meeting notes where they add a word that's not expected that has some kind of negative influence on your portfolio, um, and that could be one of the reasons why we have such a volatile market right now. It's because we live off of the words of the Fed, and that is not a good place for us to be in our investing portfolios and while we ride the waves of the stock market. It's just not a good place to be. All right. I want to talk to you about Costco. Now, this is a very interesting scenario that's happened. And I feel like these kinds of things happen to me way more than the normal person. I don't know. I'm not going to say it only happens to me. I'm not going to say that it happens to be the most out of anyone else. But I feel like, and it's a feeling, it's not a fact, it's totally anecdotal that these kinds of things happen to me all the time, specifically with electronics, but this isn't an electronic case. Although I did order this stuff online and that's a profit. So moved into a new house, sold all of our furniture in Hawaii, bought all new stuff for Florida, which is fun. I love like restocking a house however you see fit with the furniture that matches the house and all that's good stuff. And I was ordering first my 
office and my master bedroom. And I ordered both sets through Costco. I love Costco. And oh, which by the way, if you use a Costco credit card, you get a two year warranty on everything you purchase. I never heard of that before. That's awesome. Usually they sell, try to sell it to you, but you get it with it when you use their uh, credit card. And, but just make sure you're paying it off every month and not letting any stuff roll over to accumulate more interest. But I ordered a desk, which you'll see because it's gonna be part of the podcast studio, which I'm really excited about. And then I also had a awesome bed set and it was shipped to come out this week, super stoked about it. And I might've told you this before, but one of the issues I was having is it said three to six weeks and the desk came in two weeks. So we bought the house and leased back to our ten to the sellers and they became our tenants for a month. And so the package couldn't get there. So I was calling with Costco three or four times and they assured me everything was gonna be all right. I got the notification that they were gonna ship it before they even shipped it. So they should have been able to stop it, but their process wasn't designed to stop something from shipping too early, which was evident by all the phone calls I had with them. And it ended up after they assured me it wasn't going to happen to be shipped. Luckily, the people we bought it from, their tenants, they were really cool. And man, dude, they have some really cool jobs. I am not going to tell you what they do, but I hope that to get them on the podcast sometime to kind of talk about what they do. It is a really cool. Anyways, they so they put it in the garage, they held on to it for me. Really thankful for that. And I got the bed set delivered today. And I was super stoked. I haven't taken the desk out yet. I've been just running around trying to do so much stuff. It is so much more work when you have to restock a whole house. Uh, it's good work, it's fun work, but man, it's a lot of work. Anyways, so I have my boxes at my desk in the garage and then I get the bed set to the garage. Now, this stuff is really heavy. And I tried to lift it myself. I'm a pretty big guy, six, Six two six three, you can tell by the deep voice. I bet I'm just kidding. Uh, you know six six two six three. I'm two 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 oh five two ten. When I work out, I'm like two thirty. And so I'm like, all right, I can usually carry this stuff myself. It says two people on the two people on the box are required to carry this, but usually I can pull it off just carrying it myself. But man, these boxes are ridiculously heavy. So I go get a U-Haul. I mean, not a U-Haul. I go to Home Depot to rent a dolly because we don't have any yet. I don't know any neighbors here. And I start bringing this stuff up and I bring the desk up first. And man, one of them is just so heavy. It was so hard, even with a dolly to pull it up. It's got to be like five, 600 pounds. Some of you are like, five, 600 pounds, that's not heavy. But it was really heavy. Maybe it's more. I have no idea how much it is. It doesn't say on the box, but I definitely checked because I was really impressed with myself. And I get all three boxes up for my desk. And then I start bringing up the bed set. Bring the big box that was just as heavy as the desk. And then I bring up another box the same way I brought up one of the desk box. And then it occurs to me as I'm bringing the third set up from my bed set that these are the exact same weight and shape as my desk box. And it turns out Costco delivered me two desks and no, well, it's actually a workstation, two workstations and no bedroom furniture. And after like sweating, 
pulling this stuff up, almost dropping one of them. I have them both up in my office and my uh, master bedroom. And they're just sitting here, the same exact boxes, two desks. And I'm trying to figure out what, how I want to play this because I need to wait to see if my, I'm actually going to get a bed set because they called me earlier today and said, hey, we just want to let you know there's still some pieces missing that are need to be shipped from your bed set from North Carolina down here. And I'm curious to see if it's actually going to be the whole bed set or not or just one piece of the bed set. And I think I'm going to wait to talk to Costco before or when I get that. Or maybe I'll just set up one of the desks, make sure none of the pieces are broken and just use the other box and see if I can match it. Uh, but I've never had that happen before. I order something online, like a major purchase, and two of them come. I mean, I've had that happen with like Walmart where they send you like two USB cords or something when you ordered one. But I mean, it's a pretty substantial amount of money, these desks, and they sent me two. And I think it has something to do with their logistics. But all that to say this is, wow, that is crazy. But two, if you are shipping things, you need to make sure that you have a process in place for the random, for the other. Now, most of the times people have like shipping companies or people that are selling online have a process that they follow. If an order didn't get shipped when it should have, if it wasn't on time, if it's gonna be late, if it was lost. But in my case, it was very strange. Uh, they, it was shipped too early, which usually is a good thing, right? But in my case, because I had tenants at the location, I was moving across the world. I couldn't get, I couldn't receive shipment. So they had, they tried to return it. They talked to a vendor and it said, it looked like they did return it and they were going to reorder it. And I think they ended up just reordering it, even though they never got returned. And that is a good reminder for all of us who are in the shipping business, in the e-commerce business shipping things, is you need to have a process for the unknown so these things don't happen to you. Because I could be dishonest and not let them know that they sent me two desks, which I'm not gonna do, but I could have. And I could have just taken one of these desks back to Costco and returned it and gotten a desk for free or the workstation for free or whatever you wanna call it. Uh, obviously, I am a Christian and I am accountable to God and I, I'm obligated to do the right thing. So I'm going to call them. But I'm waiting to see my bed set to call them in one sitting. Uh, and hopefully I'm not even going to open one of them. Uh, and then I'm going to give them an option, I think. I think I'm going to give them an option. I'm going to say, hey, look, you guys sent me to, I almost broke my back lifting these upstairs. They're upstairs. If you want to come get this, feel free to come get it. It's yours. Otherwise, I'm going to return it to Costco. And I'm going to take the money for it because... It took a lot of work for me to, you know, lift it up myself. They, they didn't move it upstairs for me. And, uh, you know, my time, my labor, and all that good stuff is totally worth how much this desk costs or workstation, whatever you want to call it. So those are, I think those are my options I'm going to give them. We'll see what they do about that. But I thought that was a very funny scenario and something, a teachable moment for us is that we really need to make sure that we have all of our scenarios covered so that we're not out money like this and uh, have these issues and it's a bad user experience right now i'm talking to tens of thousands of people about uh, a mishap that costco had but maybe hey maybe i'll bring them business because then you'll go order more stuff on costco and hopefully the same thing can happen to you <laughs> uh, but hopefully you'll be honest about it and let them know and see what they say i'll let you know what they say and and uh, see what the decision is i have a feeling they're going to want their stuff back and not just give me a free double workstation uh, we'll see about that 
Oh, the last thing I wanted to talk about, again, about resumes and just how old school they are. It is an Inc. article. And it starts out with the study. In 1998, a study was done that found that previous work experience is actually one of the weakest indicators of future job success. Which, hey, that's what a resume is. It is actually just all of your previous work experience and your, you know, what you're good at and what your skills are, all that good stuff. But companies like Tesla, Accenture, LinkedIn, they're, do, they're doing something different. Uh, they are tossing out resumes altogether, and they rely on neuroscience-based AI-powered technology to determine whether a candidate is fit and how likely they are to succeed. And that is really cool. Hopefully it works and is not doing a bunch of errors. Hopefully they've had good success. I imagine they do, or they wouldn't continue to do it. But So these companies, they use a, or they are working with another company called Piometrics, P-Y, and then Metrics, M-E-T-R-I-C-S. And this company that has uh, taken and broken down into a four-hour process of evaluating a person's cognitive and emotional capabilities. And they've taken that four hours that it normally takes, and they used a 30-minute game. And they give you a plain scenario. And basically, the candidates complete these tasks in this game, and it results in measurements of the person's problem-solving skills, being able to multitask, and their level of altruism. And it helps fit and gives you a breakdown of if they are a good fit for the specific role that you're interviewing for or looking to hire for. And it saves a lot of time interviewing, interviewing, which I say this for two reasons. One, if you are in a higher hiring role where you need to hire employees, you might want to consider this alternate uh, company, Pymetrics, or some other form of this where you're no longer looking through resumes. Because seriously, who likes reading through resumes? They're terrible. They're boring. And you just feel like you're half blind because you don't really know who this person is. You just know what this person wants you to know about them. And that's kind of scary. And you're kind of looking for like the junk under the hood. And you have only a couple meetings to do it. And you can't ask like all the questions that you may want to ask. Although, you know, this one company I thought was a really cool way they interviewed people. They interviewed their wives as well. And I thought that is a great way to, to figure out how or who that person is. Not only what the wife says, but how they re relate to each other. That might be something worth considering as well. But anyways, back to this. I think we are going to be seeing a lot of things being replaced that are normal operating procedure in business, like a resume. And it's going to be replaced by games. It's going to be replaced with these kinds of challenges. And as an employee looking to get hired, you need to be prepared for this. As an employer, you need to find ways to um, compete against these companies that are doing it and probably finding better matches. Now think about that, for example, for a moment. A company that can maybe match employees to the perfect role or find the perfect employee for the role 20-30% more of the time successfully, imagine how much money they're going to save on turnover. Imagine how much time they're going to save on value that those employees bring. That is a huge strategic advantage. Huge. 
that is something that you need to be thinking about and how you are not going to be left behind by one of your competitors that does that very thing, especially because we are in such a competitive job market right now. The reason why, from what I understand and heard, of that there's so few jobs being added last report is because we don't have enough people that are fit for the skills that the jobs are requiring. And so the people that are able to offer the most benefits, the most money are winning the day, are winning the employees that have the most skills, which are the big companies. And that leaves us smaller companies out to dry. So if you could take advantage of this new technology, this new way of finding employees, you may be able to get a good fit and compete against these larger companies. Just a thought to have. Now, let's go out and be successful. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. God bless.